Hello, 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 beautiful unicorns. Welcome to my kitchen. <laughs> Ish. On one side of the kitchen, and the all the magic happens on the other side behind uh, I call it the pedestal, behind this pedestal. Yana Casper is like your spiritual awakening core energy coach coming into you live here with another hashtag card reading, which I forgot to put that in there. I'll have to check that, um, uh, fix that afterwards. So the way it's there and easy for everyone to find by searching hashtag card reading. So if you want to check out any card readings that I have done before, you can do that um, in that search bar right in the top of the group. Type in uh, hashtag card reading and you'll find all the card readings that I have done and check them out intuitively based on whichever one calls you. Watch that one and see what's in it for you. Uh, on any day that you feel like you need a little bit extra, maybe today is the day. It feels like a, a heavier day today for me and I sense that it is the same for a lot of you guys as well. So I need this reading just as much as you all do. <laughs> but before we go any further, I want to reintroduce myself and let you know what is it that I do and if any of it ever rings true to you and you want to have a conversation, please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me and have a chat because you never know where that chat can lead, right? I am not looking to turn everyone that I talk to into a client. If that's what you want, that is entirely up to you, but is that is not my my goal that is not what i do and those of you who have reached out and chat with me and talk to me you know that is not how i that is not how i do this uh do this um helping you get your shit together right so what my soul's purpose is is really to help each and every one of you to help women to get their shit together so they can break free from that mental prison that they find themselves in that has a control on their life on so many levels of ways that they no longer are okay with and so that way that they can live their life to the fullest potential and wake up every single day excited and proud of their life and of themselves first and foremost so to help you do that today i am pulling out one of these cards from here and i also wanted to to talk about a crystal like this so an obsidian and i'll just read the back of it to help you understand what this crystal actually does and what i do with this crystal myself okay so i feel like I need a breath today. I feel like I haven't taken very many breaths this weekend. I have gone a little bit against my own boundaries. And my boundaries is that I don't do anything work-related on the weekends because it is for me and my family. And this weekend I have done some work related uh, things and I am feeling it today um, so those of you who struggle with boundaries it's a reminder that once in a while you allow yourself and others as well to cross them but which is perfectly normal it's just important to get back on the horse so let's see what helps us get back on the horse Yuli rebirth mm -hmm. interesting mm -hmm. 
feel like this is going to be a good one. And uh, this one is really looking at me as well, which is hat power. I might take a peekaboo at that one, either here on the live or for myself later. We'll see what uh, what it calls for. Okay, Yuli Rebirth. It's very pretty. So as you guys look at that, I'll see if I can pull it out by with my one hand. Uh, right here, the very, uh, I think it is the very, very, very last card. Let me actually take a sip of my cafe. Mm. I love how the foam is so thick. Um, so one thing that is popping into my mind right now, um, something that I was told as a young child, whenever your nose is itchy, and my nose is, is itchy. And I would encourage each and every one of you to look into it a little bit deeper as well. Do a little bit of your own research, which I feel like I, I will as well. I'm just sharing what was shared with me growing up that when your nose is itching and depending on how itchy it is, so you might be having an itchy nose just because I'm talking about. So <laughs> that's not what I mean. That it's naturally starts to be itchy, that you're either going to become under the influence of something. So back in the day, it would just be alcohol. So you would get drunk or you will cry. Now, Crying does not necessarily mean it's going to be bad. Crying might also mean releasing some things. So that one has been the most truthful, truthful one for me. I'll put the card this way so you guys can, can look at it as I read. Yuli or Yule, rebirth. You went, went now growing like the sun. Who's born again? The light has won. With Yule log placed upon the fire, rebirth delivers heart's desire. Oof. This magic is worked with harm to none, so mote it be. There, it is done. This one here already feels a little bit powerful, especially with, um, with Yule log placed upon the fire. Uh, yeah, tomorrow we're not doing the, the bird ceremony. We did it this past Tuesday, but uh, at the Sacred Circle, but uh, Bethany's cacao ceremony and uh, meditation breath work will be a powerful one as well. So I would invite you, those of you who uh, would have been wanting to attend, Ramsey is gracing us with his presence, those of you who have been wanting to attend or um, have already attended and maybe missed some and you really want to, maybe this is a... A reminder for you to come and join and that might be your you log that is placed upon the fire rebirth delivers hearts desire and you got lots of hearts desires maybe your desires to have a cat like this <laughs> who just pets himself on your no no don't put your paws on my sweater because you'll ruin it he's already tried to ruin the sweater obviously not on purpose um, He's going to be 16 years old January 1st, so uh, forgive his uh, rudeness. <laughs> uh, he's been around longer than, than me, if we put it in human years. 
Okay, which is wisdom? Like this celebrated midwife son, it's time to make your ascent. You are growing stronger and an, and, and an exhilarated journey awaits. Exalted. Exhilarated. Maybe that is the word. Even though it says exalted, I want to say exhilarating journey awaits. Because exhilarating sounds really exciting, doesn't it? Um, so you are growing stronger. You have been doing the work on yourself, for yourself. And you have been feeling it. And days like today, if you are feeling heavy and feeling too much, that means you have been doing a lot of work, a lot of magical work. This is going to help you to, to balance that as well, which we will definitely get into. Um, you're growing stronger and an exalted journey awaits. Exhilarating journey awaits. And it has been waiting for you to say, okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. You honors the return of the sun's power and a celebration of its rebirth. So maybe this is a calling for you to be part of that celebration, to be part of the return of the sun's power and the celebration of the rebirth of the sun, um, celebration of its rebirth of the sun's power. Your battle has been won and you can take your, okay, I, I can't focus with this, with this cat. Um, you probably can't either. He wants to sit. He can sit behind me. There's more than enough space there. <sighs> when you feel irritated, as I am in this moment, because I am a human being, and no matter, there's, there's days that we can do a lot of work on ourselves, and it just feels like nothing gives, that nothing is working. Just do a little more. Just do that one more thing and push yourself and do that thing that you feel uncomfortable doing. Even if it's something that you love and enjoy doing, but for some reason today you might be feeling uncomfortable doing that thing. And whatever that thing is, you go and you do that thing. The only way that we grow is when we push past our discomforts, when we push past our limits. And I've been having... A lot of dreams and that's why I feel like um, the the whole this is also for me as well not just for you guys but I will apply it to myself to help you go deeper with with yourself as well so I've been having a lot of dreams so here's just a tiny bit of dream interpreting and um, A dream is only a dream when it's a dream. But if you remember your dreams and they stick with you and they stay with you, then it's a message. So most people, we all dream every single night, every single human dreams. If you don't remember them, it, it was just meant to be a dream. But if you do remember your dreams, it was meant to be a message, a message for you. And a message for you can also be a message for others around you as well. So I feel like this is a message not just for me, but for all of you. And it was, and I've never heard this phrase before, never heard a anxiety put in this way. 
but this was the phrase that I heard in my dream from myself. It came, I was the one that said it as I knew it. But then when I woke up, I started thinking, is it really what anxiety is? And anxiety is you overcoming yourself. You working on yourself, you doing something that is making you uncomfortable and you're doing it regardless. So that's what anxiety is. Part of that anxiety, because the actual anxiety, what anxiety is, is you, because anxiety is all in the future. And when you're trying to see and visualize some kind of a future, you feel anxious about it because the only way for you to base your future and try to see your future is on your past experiences, on everything that you have gone through, everything that you have been through, and the stories that it has created in, in your body which is your physical reaction, your emotional reaction, and then your mind, which is where it tells you how you're feeling and what you're thinking. So this is why anxiety is there for you, is because it is an opportunity for you to overcome yourself, overcome yourself based on your past self. Because anxiety, you're trying to see a future which is rooted in the past, and you struggle to see it, because of what you've been through in the past. So let's say, um, I'll give you this example. Let's say you are going for a job interview because uh, one of the ladies that I've been speaking with, this is what she's, she's dealing with, that she's going for a job interview and she's been to quite a few job interviews in, in the past. And in the recent past and in the long past, right? And now she's going to this new job interview and she is crippled and riddled with anxiety. And it makes absolute sense that she would be. Because look how many times she got rejected going for a job interview. And no one said yes to her. Now she's going again, which feels like she's going to a lion's den to get rejected yet again. Of course she's going to be terrified and scared and will experience anxiety because she's trying to see a future. She's trying to see and sense some kind of an outcome that is going to make her feel good, but she's unable to because anxiety has now taken over. So when that happens, she has her tools to go to that help her. There's going to be some tools that she will feel a little bit resistant to and those are the tools that she needs the most because intuitively she feels anxious about that tool and feels like I don't want to use that tool because she knows that that tool has always worked and there's a really dark part of her that we all have that makes her feel like she's not deserving to feel good, that she needs to suffer and she needs to go and deal with it the way that it is without feeling good about herself. Yeah, because she does not deserve it. So what she does most of the time is she resists that very tool to help her be her true, whole, authentic self and be fully ready and prepared to go into that interview and win because we all want to win when we go into an interview right we go in and we want to walk out with the job or what is it called um i already forgot i haven't been into an interview in 
or job interview like that and i don't even know how long so i forgot what that letter is when they give you a letter and they say now um it's like a confirmation letter i want to call it um i mean the the wording itself doesn't matter you guys know what i'm talking about so of course it's going to feel foreign until you go and you do that until you apply that tool that has always worked and helped you and then you feel normal and whole and you go into the interview and you end up getting a job because that's what actually ended up happening for her as well that she pushed past that resistance with that tool that she knew was going to help her she pushed past it applied that tool went through it and went to the interview and ended up getting a job because she was just a light you go from feeling dark and that energy transfers you go into an interview and you feel dark people are not going to know why but there's going to be something about you that they're not going to want so you will get rejected so when you work on yourself when you the only time I mean, you can work on yourself all the time, but the most important times to work on yourself and to feel that growth. And that's why I feel like this, this uh, card is the one that's going to help you to feel reborn and experience rebirth is the most important times to work on yourself is when you don't want to do the work on yourself. When you really don't want to use that tool that you learned that it has, that has helped you before, but now all of a sudden you don't feel deserving of it so you need to overcome yourself because this is why anxiety comes up because in the past what you did around this time when you would feel a certain ways you would get past it you would follow distractions you would do something else instead of doing that very thing that you knew you needed to do okay let's keep going with this mule um your battle has been won and you can take your deserved place next to the winning oak king who resigns supreme at yule over the holy king until they meet again at the solstice of summer so spruce yourself up which means take care of yourself maybe go do your hair or do your hair yourself uh, maybe you if you want to put on some makeup to feel better about yourself, you can do that as well. I, I recommend to everyone always to do the work that's going to make you feel good on the inside and not focus on the outside of yourself because that is temporary as well. What you get to keep is what's inside of you, how you feel feel inside of you who you are that is the stuff that matters but what you look like your hair um your clothes all of that is fleeting and it's temporary and then who are you outside of that if all of your clothes was gone you had no more access to makeup you know you could no longer take care of your hair and your external appearance who are you outside of that and if you struggle with who you are outside of what you look like, then go within and start doing the work on who you are and uncover who you are. Because most people, this is what I hear every single time, whether 
it's just a conversation or whether it's an onboarding conversation for coaching. I hear this all the time. I don't know who I am, but I know what I want. And my question is always, how can you know what you want if you don't know the very basics of who you are? We can't know what we want because then what it really comes down to, because then through conversation, this is what it really comes down to is that everything or most of the things that they think and believe that they want are not the things that they want themselves. Those are the things that they believe is expected of them to be or to have. That is not what they want. Most people want to be a millionaire, want to have a million dollars or a billion dollars. But what it really comes down to when you start going in and trying to and start asking the questions of what your life would be like and really started to put this beautiful picture to, together of being, being a millionaire or a billionaire, many people actually don't want that. What they do want, they just want, they just want enough money and a little bit more to cover everything and the more is just to have the fun. So, so many people dream of will, winning a lottery or having, you know, having a relative pass away so they can give them all that money, but that's not really what they want. Mm -hmm. They just mm -hmm. want to feel freedom. And, I, and they have been told generation after generation, generation after generation, that freedom, only money can give you freedom. But that is not the truth. How many people do you know that have lots of money, but do, they do not feel free? Because freedom is not an external game. It's an, an internal game. Those people who have very little, have nothing, those people are the ones that feel the most freedom in their life than those who have a lot of money so it's not the money that we want it's that feeling of freedom when it comes to friendships and relationships we we don't want someone who is agreeable agreeable we don't want someone who likes everything that we like we want someone who will challenge us we just want to feel less of a reaction to their challenge <laughs> That's what we want. We want to be challenged by our partner. We want to be triggered by our partner as well so we can grow and evolve together. So we can build. So that's what we want. We want to feel more love in our life. And the only way to feel more love in our life is to overcome ourselves. Hi, Lisa. I see Marlene is on here and Kimberly and Lisa. Hello, ladies. Lisa says, love this. It's a lot of unraveling, but the gift that is seen at the end. Yes, there's a lot of unraveling we all got to do. And that's the inside inside job, right? <laughs> Break into this bank and uh, rob this bank and figure out what you want to keep from this bank and what you don't want to keep from this bank. That is you. That is your soul. That is your stories that you have been gathering, collecting throughout your throughout your life. And those stories that you don't like, Chuck them, toss them. After being thankful and grateful to them, say, thank you. I appreciate you. You have taught me so much. I would not be the person that I am today if it wasn't for you, that story, that experience. But I no longer need you. It's time for us to part ways. 
Uh, Lisa says, hi, beautiful souls. And Marlena, uh, Marlena says, good morning, my soul sisters. Good morning, soul sisters and beautiful souls. Um, and earlier I was saying, if your nose is itchy, it means you'll be doing either some crying or some getting, getting some hammered <laughs> or under the influence. And I'm not getting, doing any one of those, but I'm, I showed you some crying and re releasing that way. I feel like that, that's what's going to happen. I am, uh, feeling the the blues this uh this morning um okay so let's keep going so spruce yourself up for the yule brings great news of impeding rebirth for a new way of life is just around the corner so your new your new way of life is around the corner for you and um impeding rebirth is is yours you're going to be reborn you're going to be a new person but the sprucing yourself up like i started saying that is the internal work on yourself go and sign up for something for yourself and the reason why i say sign up for something is because when we decide to do something on our own, very often we will not end up doing it or not following it through. But when we sign up for something, that means that there's somebody on the other side who is who is partially dedicated to our success, to your success. And that means that you have that accountability partner to help you get that thing done, whatever that thing that you want to do. You want to overcome yourself, then find something or someone who will help you to overcome yourself in those particular ways or not one particular way that you need. And you want to be with people that will take you to where they are. Meaning there's so many people who have been through what you have been through, who have overcome the things that you have overcome, overcome themselves, and they have a path. They have a route for you to follow and until you are ready to go on your own. So that is why signing up for something is very important, very valuable for those who are real dedicated for their own evolution. I wouldn't be who I am if I did not continue to sign up for things that felt right to me personally and on to my journey of where I'm going, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to build. I right now have two coaches that I'm working with still and I wouldn't trade them for the world because I would I don't even know where I would be without them. And I'm a coach myself. I have my own things, I have my own tools and yada yada yada. But it's just me, just my mind. But when I get to share my mind with one coach, they give me their feedback, their knowledge. They have their own ears to hear what I'm saying and also what I'm not saying and reflect me back to them. And the other coach as well, right? One is to help grow the business and the other one is to help to grow myself. And I, like I said, I wouldn't trade them for the world. Um, and then Marlena says, kissing a fool, my mom said. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes you gotta kiss a fool. <laughs> It's like uh, kissing a frog. You, you gotta kiss a few frogs until you find uh, the Prince Charming for you. So, hey, if that's what works and that's where you are, then keep kissing those fools until you find the right fool for you. We're all fools in a way, right? Just because I say 
things that I say today, that does not mean that this is the truth. It just means this is my experience, this is my knowledge, this is my wisdom that I'm sharing. And what you do with it is entirely up to you because you've lived your life and you translate what you hear in a way that makes sense to you. Just as if we were talking and you said something to me, I would translate it in the way that I get it, the way I understand it. It would most likely not be in the way that you do, but similar enough. Uh, let's keep going. Rebirth can come in many forms, such as healing, um, heading in a new direction, a promotion, a new job, new perception, empowerment, or enhanced connection with the old ways. And that is not limited to just these. What are some um, some ways that you think rebirth can come to you? Or maybe sometimes it's easier to think of other people in our life and see how rebirth would be possible for someone else in our life. And by focusing on somebody else, because what we're really seeing is what's possible for us. But we're using somebody else as, as a mirror. And that's why it helps us to see what rebirth could be possible for somebody else in our life. And then start to see what rebirth is possible for us in our life. Um, I'll mention these these ways these ways again, um, such as healing, heading in a new direction, a promotion, a new job, new perception, empowerment, or enhanced connection with the old ways. Um, so you can share which ways that you think or sense the rebirth can can come to you or others in your life as well or maybe in some ways that you would wish or hope it would come to you or others in your life as well uh, whether it is you uh, whatever it is you have been asking for comes to pass when you'll arrive arrives so be expectant and positive as rebirth accompanies you through to the other side where you will emerge wiser and stronger than ever before. We get stronger in our broken places. We do. And this is how we can help others to get stronger in their broken places. Because they would often be similar to the ways that we have felt and experienced being broken and shattered. And we have put ourselves together in the best way we could possibly do in that time and continue to keep gathering ourselves and put ourselves together each and every day like that um i forgot there's a i'm trying to remember what it's called there is um in japan there is i wish i could remember what it's actually called i was just looking at it the other day again uh, but there is a way how how they use broken pottery and they use the analogy to humans as well. That when the pottery is broken, they see it as much more beautiful and they put it back together. All the pieces that they can. Some pieces are always missing and they can't get them back. And in a way, if you really think about it, when you break pottery, 
there's going to be some pieces that will always be missing. It could be as tiny as little dust speckles from that pottery, but they will always be missing and you'll never get those pieces back. You're not supposed to. They weren't meant to be yours, perhaps. They're meant to be for you to recover later in life, um, soul retrieval, if you will, but we're using the pottery as an example. So they put the pottery back together and they use gold glue to put it together. So you can clearly see the brokenness of the pottery. And it's literally different kind of potteries that, that is used to do that. And it is to say that it is much more beautiful after being broken and put back together. Because now it is unique and one of a kind. Like no other pottery can ever, ever be. And that goes... For each and every one of you as well we all experience traumas that cause us the internal breakage and when we feel that internal breakage what happens to our soul is part of our soul leaves our body and it goes with that trauma it goes into a safe place where it feels like it needs to leave your body and protect and preserve itself until you are ready to have a back. So when you start to relive and re-experience your, your traumas, that is an opportunity for you to, to get a part of your soul back through healing what you're being re-triggered by. And what I refer to as spiritual awakening is when you get a lot of those traumas just come flooding back at you and you gotta, many people, they struggle. They struggle to, to cope with what do I do with all of these things that are just coming at me. And my response is always pick one, not the most painful one, but pick one, pick one that you are you feel ready and excited to to start healing because when you heal one tiny little part of yourself that feels almost like not important not significant but when you do that one what happens that you have a little bit more confidence and you're able to go and deal with the next one and deal with the next one and it becomes that that step ladder towards your higher self, towards who you were meant to be. Overcoming yourself starts from inside. It's an inside job. It's not an outside job. You can go get your hair cut and you feel good temporarily, but that hair is going to become a mess the next morning. You wake up and it's a mess again, <laughs> right? The haircut might look good, but the hairstyle you did is not going to look so good, right? You go and get your... Um, there's some people that go and get certain parts of their bodies done and redone. Some have no choice and others, they do it by choice. Those that have no choice, that's a whole different conversation. But those that do it by choice, it's not very different than getting a haircut. Very soon after, they're still starting, they're still going to go back to that old self that does not love themselves. Because... They're not, they're looking at someone else in the mirror and not truly looking at themselves. Uh, okay, so, um, which is foresight? Your past is truly behind you. It is actually literally behind you. And the only way that you will feel like it's not behind you, that it's here, is when you are working through it and when it gets re-triggered and it's back here in the present moment and that is where you feel 
like your old self but that is also an opportunity like i've said quite a few times today already that it's an opportunity for you to heal that part of yourself that is an invitation to look at me look at me each time that you're triggered each time that you feel off it's a flag being waved at you red flag white flag doesn't matter what color you assign to that flag it is a flag that is saying look at me pay attention to me we need to deal with this right now and if you don't if you ignore it and you go distract yourself with something else that seems important but not it's going to come back and it's going to come back and it's going to come back and it's every time it comes back it comes back louder and much more painful where you ignore it long enough you feel the suffering again it's another way to explain it to you is that that flag that is being waved just what if what if you pictured yourself as a young girl and you as a young hurt little girl waving that flag to yourself and saying please look at me please look at me i need love and attention right now i need you right now and you ignore her she's going to continue to suffer she's going to continue to feel and experience that pain it turns into physical pain later and that is what happens every time that we are re-triggered every time the the trauma comes back up every time we have a disagreement with something every time we're on the road and we feel triggered by some other drivers it's coming from some place and when you ignore it when i ignore it it gets stronger and louder until i can no longer ignore it but why do we wait until we can no longer ignore it it's because deep down we don't believe that we're deserving of feeling great because that is the program we received through our life. We have been taught how to punish ourselves, how to, you don't deserve this because you were not a good girl. So you're not going to have that. So of course, we're going to continue that kind of cycle onto ourselves and experience suffering that can eventually turn into pain in it more often than you can probably believe right now or think right now that pain and that suffering turns into a physical condition um, Merlina says why is it so hard to leave toxic people you love or loved you feel guilty you feel guilty for leaving them because and also you feel a sense of responsibility to those people because you have been taught to be a good girl and to think of others to make sure that everybody else around you is happy which more often than not causes you unhappiness and that's why it's hard and it's hard because how much practice have you had leaving toxic people that you love or you loved how much practice have you had? Chances are not very much practice. And we can only get good at something. Something like leaving toxic people that no longer serve us. And we know they're toxic. We can only get better at leaving those people when we practice doing that very thing. Leaving those people behind. Because they're no longer meant to be part of our journey. 
They're meant to be part of somebody else's journey. And setting them free is the very thing that they may need as well. And definitely you. Because if you identify someone as a toxic person, it's like if you know, if you know this is poison, would you continue taking sips of the poison? Or would you say no to it and go and put it down the drain? Would you offer that poison to someone else? No. So why do we all continue? This is not just Marlena. This is every human being that struggles with this as well. I still do catch myself um, recognizing the people that are in my life that are toxic or draining and setting them free. Uh, it's mostly because of the the job that I do. I I want to be able to help everyone, but I what I do is I don't allow who they are and their stories into my heart too much. I, I can't prevent it entirely, but from entering my heart and from feeling what they're going through, but I I do my best and allow them to go through what they're going through on their own. And it's like that with, you know, as as parents as well. Our kids are gonna have some friends who are toxic and in proximity we are kind of connected to them, but what can we do, right? We could tell them, no, 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 they're not allowed to be friends with this person, but then what's gonna happen afterwards, right? Um, and then Marlena says, it's easier to see in others and be like, why? But if it's you, it's hard. But you're dead on about it. Yeah, it's definitely easier. We are all very quick to give the tips and tricks and suggestions to everyone else. But when it comes to ourselves and our own life, it is much harder. Because there is, there is attachment. There is a bond. There is connection. But if it is toxic and it all it is doing is draining you and not bringing any value whatsoever or if the value is not equivalent or not enough to counteract the poison if you will then it's like doing a pros and cons list it becomes easier when you see it right in front of you you can journal about it as well to help you understand and go into deeper why you're not letting go of this relationship of this connection Maybe there is something in it for you. I've made excuses for people as well that really ended up causing me more harm than good. And I had to choose myself and I had to choose my well-being that it was just bringing me to a dark place and I could no longer tolerate those people in my life. Sometimes it comes down to a point where you can no longer tolerate those people that you won't take your shit anymore. You're like, nope, that's it. My foot is down. I ain't coming back up, right? So when you have had enough, you letting go of those people or that person will be much easier. It's not going to be easy, but it will be much easier. And like anything, it's always easier said than done. Um, and that's why the phrase comes, those who are talking about it are not the ones doing it. Those who are doing it are not talking about it. Uh, let's keep going about the foresight we started your, your past is truly behind you the difficulties you've endured have made you stronger and wiser a new way of life beacons 
shine your light brightly. Your wishes and dreams are coming true. Relax in front of a log fire. Hmm, a log fire. Maybe we should have uh, a burn today. You, that's what you guys can do. Have, um, maybe it says a log. I don't, you, you, can, you can figure out a way how you can have a little bit of a, a log fire inside your house if you have let's say sandalwood stick or some kind of a wooden stick you can you can burn that um tomorrow i'm going to be talking about uh, on my personal page like i i, I rolled that down because originally i was going to do that for the live today i thought mm, it's going to be way too long because just talking about sage in your house is going to take some time so i'm going to talk about that tomorrow but you can burn the sage as well or you can burn um sandalwood stick or stick from outside that is dry enough so it can burn um, some herbs that you have in your cabinet as well you can google some of the herbs that you have and see what um, you get to burn energetically through those herbs as well now yule revealed known also as midwinter or the winter solstice yule marks the shortest day of the year this is the time of the sun's return when the goddess gives birth to the star child on mother night a sacred time of solar rebirth when we bring into our homes the yule log for the returning sun uh, mistletoe for fertility and holy for protection this is time of mistletoes as well so if you don't have a mistletoe, maybe this is the time to go and hang one up. <laughs> I don't have one. So maybe this will be the time for me to go and hang one up. So really quickly, let's talk about this obsidian. Now, mine is in this pointy pyramid. Um, I bought it. I buy my crystals and my stones intuitively. I don't entirely nor uh, no nor do i fully care and that's partially a lie because partially i do care what sona crystal i'm getting but at the same time not entirely i look into it after i buy it after i have it so i bought this one intuitively um the moon and the stars definitely spoke to me and the fact that it was obsidian which i which i knew and i also have my obsidian um uh, bracelets right here as well so obsidian some of you might know some of you might not know and those of you that know this is still going to be a powerful reminder obsidian is considered to be an invisible shield this is why i didn't entirely know this or read it until i've had this crystal for a while and i keep it in my car so that way it gets recharged every night and cleansed every night by the moon and once in a while i just find myself grabbing it and holding it and it's always when i feel out of balance and i like the pointy end so i feel like it's almost like shoots the obsidian power strength right into me and the fingers is where we release a lot of energy from this is where we send our magic through our fingers so it only makes sense to send the magic in reverse through this pointy end and then also feeling and reminding me that i am awake that i am here <laughs> as well i guess in the way uh, instead of pinching myself so that's what i do and i 
and I've had quite a few times when I would I was feeling really 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 off out of balance out of whack as my mind was telling me uh, and I would bring this crystal with me I put it in my pocket and I walk around with it and I would feel it and I the best way to describe it is those were some of my most powerful manifesting days as well where I got everything that I wanted to and then and then some on those days so that's just a little bit of my own experience with this particular crystal and let's keep going so it's considered to be an invisible shield a stone of powerful protection deflects unwanted thoughts or energies not just from others but from yourself as well that's why I grabbed to the, onto the stone because even though I'm considered to be an expert at um, mindset and uh, and overcoming yourself that there's still times when the programming is so much louder than who I am so those are the times that I go for the stone or go internally and do a little bit more work so deflex unwanted thoughts others and yours as well so for me it's it's my thoughts most importantly that I, I want deflected. That's why I feel like I put the finger right on the um, on the sharp end and I feel the sharpness of it. Um, but yeah, it's still really sharp. Uh, works to clean emotional wreckage from the past and heals grief. Now, anxiety is also unhealed grief. That's what anxiety is as well. Reach for obsidian when you need an extra push to move on from situations and make room for forgiveness. Most of the room that you need for forgiveness is for yourself. It's really for yourself. Uh, for getting upset, for getting angry at others or at yourself or having these negative thoughts or that negative energy that you continue to hold on to even though you know it's already served its purpose but you're still used to it and you feel a sense of comfort because at least you know what you're going to feel at least you know what you're going to experience and the other side is the unknown that's one of the reasons why most people will not reach in for the tools that they know are going to help them because that is the unknown itself now you know how you feel but if you do that tool if you do that exercise you don't know how you're gonna feel you know you're gonna feel great but you don't know what you feeling great is really gonna feel like because it's not where you are right now and also maybe because there's some things that you don't want to do and by you feeling great you'll be forced to do those things so there's that as well um, keeping yourself from yourself so when you need an extra push to move on from situations and make room for forgiveness, remind you to release feelings of jealousy or bitterness, which can help rid unwanted tension from relationships. Whether it's a relationship with yourself or with uh, an intimate relationship or a friend relationship, there is some energetic or emotional, energetic, which turns into emotional, energetical exchange that 
you gotta re release and let go off and if you don't you'll continue to carry it and continue to carry it it's like how many of you have a purse actually i haven't had a purse i don't even know how long uh, but i when i had a nine to five job i always had a purse and there will always be things in that purse that i cleaned and i got rid of and just ends up being cluttered and full of stuff again so i feel like obsidian is like that cleaning lady that helps to clean out all of the stuff in your purse that is you that you no longer need that shouldn't be there that should be somewhere else give it to the crystal it can take it that's what it's there for and when it can no longer take it you know what's going to happen to it it will number one either disappear and you won't know where it went number two it can break and shatter just means that it's done its job and that's it um, and I'm sure there's other other ways it can disappear from your life um, or when you feel like it served its purpose and it's meant to be for someone else you can end up giving it to someone else I feel like that would be the third one so th there's some of you who also had crystals or stones and that we've used all the time and they just just break and it's okay to feel a little sad feel a little bit of grief because you just lost a partner in a way that has been there for you to help you through what you have been going through but that just means that you no longer need that stone that crystal that you're meant for another one and it will find its way to you right how you just need to learn to trust trust that when it's meant to it will I feel like that's it I can take a, a deeper breath and you can take a deep breath and say okay I got this day I'm gonna make this day my bitch and it's just a Monday and a Tuesday is gonna be bitch number two <laughs> Wednesday is gonna be bitch number three and so on and on and so forth and then 365 day, days later how many bitches are you gonna have <laughs> right uh, yeah, I like a little bit of humor for myself to remind myself that I got this and I'm going to make this date my bitch. And she's going to love me. Not necessarily in a bad way, right? It's always in a good way. Um, and then Kimberly said, I just lost my favorite crystal. Hmm. I would be curious to hear what was the use of that crystal. And then, because only you can don't touch my coffee kitty only you can figure out why it was time for that crystal to go and uh, sometimes we actually end up finding those crystals as well by the way not everything that is lost is lost forever you might have lost it because you needed a break or you needed something uh, between you and that crystal for the time being and when it's meant to be back it'll be back or another thing that comes to mind um uh, when I was uh, when I was a child, I had this beautiful watch. Uh, it was white watch, leather white watch that my parents got me, and I had a moving uh, moving what is it called um, moving hand. It had a spider in the end, and I really, really, really loved it. And I remember I um, so this was back in Russia, and Russia was more much more open minded when it comes to spirituality and uh, witchcraft, if you will. Or connecting with uh, with the other side, which is not really on the other side. It's uh, a really thin veil. 
and um, let me just double check the time. Yeah, okay, we're good. Um, so I remember asking the gnomes in the house, in the apartment where we lived, um, without going into great detail, because uh, it is just a story, um, asking for asking them if they had it, and they said yes, and they asked for it back. And in order for me to get it back, I had to wait and that it would be left on the table for me. And guess what happened? That exact same thing happened where I found my watch on a table just laying there nicely that I could have back. So having said that, talk to your ancestors, talk to the light spirits that are around you. They might know where it is. They might give it back. Or you might hear that it's time to move on to another one. Yeah, the veil is, is, is really, really thin. And what we think we know, we don't know. And it's, it's uncomfortably comforting. At least to me, that's the words that come to mind. That it's uncomfortable and yet it's comforting. Knowing that we're really not alone. Um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, and then um, Camilla says it's lab. So like Labrador crystal, right? And I'm, I'm hoping it's ju it just appears. I'm hoping... For, for that reappearance for you as well but listen and and hear where it is and you you'll hear the answer um, yeah, I feel like you know exactly what I'm talking about and that you know how to do this uh, little conversation with uh, the others to help you in discovering where it is and getting it back or letting go of it and allowing the next crystal that meant to be on your journey to come and join you anyways other than that thank you thank you thank you everybody thank you for being on here with me and chit-chatting and hopefully taking some notes for yourself on what you're going to be doing for yourself going forward but other than that i hope to see some of you or perhaps all of you on the sacred circle tomorrow at 10 a.m eastern time or next week on another one of these Monday uh, hashtag card readings or intuitive readings where I will pull out another card for you all and help you on your journey that leads you to yourself. Other than that, until next time, bye everybody.